1: Sometimes
0: On this episode, I'm a guest on Sean Grimm's podcast, The Big Grimbowski. Introduced by our mutual friend, Heidi Love, I jump on Sean's pod for an awesome conversation. The full episode is on his feed, but here is about half the episode where we discuss Bigfoot, ghosts, and UFOs. Sean hits the trifecta and has personal experience with all three, and I swap my stories with a UFO sighting as well as a haunting experience. Subscribe to Sean's show, listen to our full episode on his feed, and let him know you heard him on Wild and Weird. Enjoy the show. Are you looking to buy a home in New Jersey? Escape the city and move to the suburbs? Finally purchase that vacation home on the lake or down the shore? Maybe you're one of the lucky ones who are retiring and moving out of state. If so, let me help you. Keller Williams and the Real Estate Professional Group have what you need to make your goals come true. Reach out and have a conversation with someone who will put you first. Contact Brian McCoach at 856-321-1212 or email McCoach at kw.com. Are you looking for CBD for your pet? My friends at Pure Pet Wellness have what you need. They use the highest quality ingredients. While other companies may use synthetic oils in their CBD, Pure Pet Wellness uses organic ingredients, organically grown hemp, organic coconut oil, organic shea butter, organic beeswax, and that's just to name a few. A family-owned and operated company that also offers fast shipping. Go to purepetwellness.com for all your pet's CBD needs and use the discount code WILD and WEIRD at checkout. That's WILD, A-N-D, WEIRD. Treat your animal right. Go to purepetwellness.com.
1: All right, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Big Grimbowski, and I am your host, Sean. With me tonight, I have Brian McCoach. What's the podcast again? Wild, weird, and sometimes normal, My Right? Wild, weird, and sometimes normal. You got it, my man. Hell yeah, dude. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on, man. This is great. I'm excited. Definitely. We decided that we were just going to shoot the shit, kind of see whatever, you know, came about, whatever happened, happens. See what
0: third rails we can just hang on to and do our best to get canceled, man. That's what I'm mm-hmm. here for. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. So we so got I'll put love- together from a, a mutual, mutual friend, Heidi Love.
1: Yeah, in the, yep. the, the morning, escapee. Yep, she was on last night. Um, the episode just, I think, hit Spotify just uh, probably within like the last hour, honestly. Um, it's a little after eight my time here in Indiana, so um, I think, yeah, I think that's on there. Actually, yeah, it she, is because I checked, I checked, but I know she's she super was cool, the- man. I like her yeah she's been super busy all day long she was recording a huge one spent like seven hours today so shout out to you heidi wow good for her right such a fun story i've I've never
0: yeah i mean fun that i I guess in the world of cults it could always be you know worse it wasn't like heaven's gate she didn't have to drink kool-aid but it's such like an interesting story and then she comes out of it like positively on the other side
1: right and what where are you at uh religiously spiritually all that jazz first i meant what location i was say new jersey
0: then you really made a left turn on that one uh <laughs> i am in uh hmm i go back and forth man so there's definitely a higher power i i believe very open to spiritually spirituality doing to others a lot of golden rule stuff going on a lot, a lot of hippie stuff that like i thumbed my nose at growing up, like, you know, you come around, it's kind of like, Hey, the secret could be true. Like the universe does work for you, but at the same time, right. just, be like, just be nice to people and just see what happens. Like good things happen to good people.
1: Exactly. That's absolutely true. I'm all about the, the hippie loving everybody, you know, jazz. And it's like, I look back at when I was like in my early twenties and stuff. And it's just like, I was so annoyed and just like pissed off with like everyone for literally no reason. And, you know, now I'm just like, what was, what was the point in that? There was no, there was no point in me acting this way. Like, you know, like everything is just, it's so much better when like you're, you're happy and like you can just, you know, going out into to nature more and just like in, enjoying everything that's around you and do, uh, it's, it's, it's the fucking best.
0: I say all of this as like, as I commute to work in the morning and I go from, being on the highway doing like eighty miles an hour and having to slam my brakes to twenty, then back up to four D, and then like a screeching halt, and I'm just flipping <laughs> everybody off all around me, and I'm like, "You gotta kill everybody here!" But it's like, well, all right, deep breath, man. Like they're trying to get to work too. But you know, I really think just don't hurt animals, don't hurt kids, don't hurt each other. But you also kind of have to go through that phase of being an asshole or not being your best, like growing up, and then realizing like that's not the way to live life. As long as like right. you're not like a, a complete horrible person, you know. But like. You know, definitely mm-hmm. interactions I like to take back or, you know, why is that guy across the bar staring at me? Like, what's you doing? Like, the dude's probably just like looking over your shoulder or like whatever it is. And like, not everything's like, you don't have to be the center right. of the story all the time, you know? And now it's just like, right. I could care less about any of that stuff. And hey, people are just trying to live their life. Let them do it. Everyone's struggling just the same. And like, everyone hates their job. As long as the paycheck clears, it's pretty good.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What do you do for, do for a living?
0: I do like budget and finance stuff, and then I do real estate on the side. So shout out to anybody in New Jersey who wants to buy a house. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I have that. I plug myself in my intro to the podcast, uh, and then uh, I do this. So I've have many hats as as long as uh, as well as being a, a father and a husband.
1: Right, definitely, dude. That's that's so awesome. Like you know you don't always get to, like, see, like, whatever, like, what everybody's day job is. Like, yeah, like, you know, there's a, a huge podcast and following and everybody listens and, and this and that. And But, like, when you start getting, like, a little bit more personal and, like, you find out, like, more things, like, uh, about them, like, you, I feel like you can connect with those people a little bit, you know, a little bit better because you're like, oh, okay, you know, it's not just some, you know, some voice or some face that I'm seeing, like, on the screen, like, you know, they're, yeah, they're talking to me. But, like, now they're actually giving me a little bit of, of something about them, so you know, and they're like, oh, I can relate in these different ways and stuff like that, and just like seeing like how diverse like the background is, you know, like Heidi's a freaking psych nurse, you know, and here here she is, you know, doing podcasting and stuff like that as well, and then you know you doing what you do, and then um, here I am, I'm at a rv sales lot and i'm you know inspecting all of the rvs that are coming in making sure all the stuff works um getting everything prepped and ready to go out onto the sales lot for people to you know come and check out and stuff and you know we got people that literally drive in from we had one guy that came all the way from upstate new york drove a slingshot all the way i don't know if you know what one of those are no what's a yeah what is that okay so it's kind of like in the same like class range as like uh like motorcycles and stuff like that it's kind of like a smaller engine um but they're really really fast so that they got two wheels on the front and just like one big one on the back it's oh a yeah, yeah, yeah yeah usually they don't have like tops to them but this one had like a full roll cage on it so like if you flip the thing like you would somewhat be good but uh it looked really cool it's like black and orange and everything but i you know the guy was like talking to me when i was in there and he was like oh yeah i drove this thing from upstate new york and it took me such and such hours and he was trading it for uh for a camper and I mean, it was a, it was a decent size, you know, camper. I can't remember what the, you know, what the footage was on it or anything, but I mean, it was a decent pull behind and They were going to, him and his family are going to pull it back to, back to New York. And I was just like, that's, that's wild, you know, like it's yeah. crazy how drive far people that, will come.
0: Yeah. To drive that for that long. I, I've never been in one that could be the most comfortable thing in the whole world. also seems like you have to pay it like, really a lot of attention as you're driving those things. And as you start going, you know, cross country, maybe you you kind of do that whole space out. You're like, well, shit, I went 40 miles already. That that seems like something that's half an adventure on its own, just driving that thing for that long. Like the internet is amazing. Like you can get sucked down these like rabbit holes or, get you know, doom scrolling on Twitter or whatever. But if you're somewhat creative, if you, you know, you can make videos, you know, like this whole podcast thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I had the laptop. Like everything else was like 200 bucks, like less than that. You know, you can run this whole thing that you have and, you know, am am I going to be Joe Rogan tomorrow, you know, making $200 million? I I hope so, but, you know, probably not. But, you know, in a year, two years, five years, am I in a spot where, you know, maybe I don't have to do my full-time job? Maybe uh, this takes me on vacations, like a super amazing vacation every year. I'm like, oh, that was, you know, next year, you know, whatever the amount of money is that's coming in that you're not expecting. And, you know, you're saying for the kids to find something you like like this is what i like But like they didn't have this like growing i mean i guess i could have. like you know youtube came out at some point on like oh four or something right and to do that shit like you know i don't think it was as easy as easy to upload like as it is now like this is a no, right Now uh-huh. you come on here you you shoot the shit with some people you, you make some good episodes yeah I, I have some crazy guests come on and we were talking about bigfoot the other day i'm at the foot of the pine barrens this guy my he actually lives in my neighborhood. He goes out to the pine barrens goes hunting for Bigfoot. I'm gonna try to go out with him one time, but go go fight. He's, he's seen him. He has yes. seen Bigfoot in the Pine Barrens. Like he has stories of seeing him. I'm
1: gonna oh, go out there man. and go do it.
0: But have you had him on before? I, I just had him on. Yeah, he was he was my last episode that just came on. Oh man, I'm gonna have to he check took that out. A blurry picture of him in New York. He was driving. This is like 10 minutes from me. His store that he has is three minutes from me. The Pine Barrens where he was at is 10 minutes from me. He was driving home and one ran in front of his car. And then over the, like the next three months, he knew two other people that saw the same Bigfoot run out around the same Well, I don't know if it was the same one, but he, they saw a Bigfoot run out around the same time at around the same spot. He has been in the woods and has found footprints like in, in the lakes. He leaves apples out for them and I guess they take them. He puts them like high up, enough they can go do it. He was out one day on Thanksgiving and one roared in his ear that he's like, it shook his eardrum. Like that's how he was like, he was like, I I go out, like I know all the animals and all this stuff. So crazy. But like, that was awesome to talk to him. Like, I like cryptids. I I like weird stuff. And, you know, to sit here and talk to people who, you, you know, either have seen UFOs or wrote books on them or ghost books or saw ghosts, or I talk to people who are in bands or, you know, I get to shoot the shit with people like you. Like, this is also fucking cool. But I'm also a moron when it comes to this because I didn't grow up with all this stuff. So all these kids, like if you don't make a million dollars off the Internet, like you're only failing yourself.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, literally, what it's going to come down to is it's going to come down to knowing the algorithms and knowing how to make it to where your stuff is coming up immediately in the searches. So. For, you know, for example, one of the things that I do after, you know, posting an episode is making sure that I go to the tag section and I start putting in hashtags and making sure that I have all the, all the right hashtags that I want so that I know for a specific topic that if anyone for whatever reason gets onto you know spotify or wherever you're listening to it and you you type in you know for example uh, the mormon church so like you know i would have the the mormon church lds church you know all the different little topping you know talking points that we had you know brushed on that could bring you to that that episode and it's like yeah knowing those things and then also knowing which ones Get bigger audiences, and there's a there's a few in particular that I've had some people tell me they're like, hey, if you get the chance to do these specific episodes, do them because they they get really they get really big numbers. They're really big, you know, talking points, and like you know, and that's like you know, UFOs and stuff with with aliens. If you come out with an episode that has something to do with UFOs, UAPs. and and stuff like that you will get really high amount of numbers because that's just like that's the thing like you just type that in ufo uap and all of a sudden boom every episode that you've done where you've had that in there you put that in as a hashtag all that's getting popped up now so now all these people are like oh okay now i can start listening to these things and so like, you know, I've had all these different podcasters kind of give me like different, you know, pointers on on uh, different things and I've absolutely loved it. But back to the bigfoot. I saw Bigfoot once. Did you? When I was 16. Let's hear it. Okay, so I've told this I've told this on here to, before to several, you know, several different guests and stuff, but I was uh, I was 16. Me and several friends, we were going out to a place which, where I currently live, is only within five five minutes from me. Like I can get over to this exact location within five minutes. Honestly, probably less than that if there's not any traffic, because it's it's very very close. So I live in a little town called uh, La Fountain, and for the most part, this is a absolutely nothing town. There's not really anything here. Like you drive through it in a blink kind of thing, but the outside area is where the battle of 1812 took place so all that's out through there and us locals call that area hobbit land so as teenagers we would go out to hobbit land and we would just try to get spooked because like it was always you know haunted there was reports you know back in like the 60s where like uh a couple kids got murdered and like decapitated and like their bodies were, like never ever found but like their heads were and like it was something to do like satanic ritual stuff like there's all these different crazy things and then of course the the hobbits so there's a, a bridge that you can go to park your car Turn it, you know, turn it off, honk your horn three times. And we you turn your lights on, the hobbits will come over the side of the bridge. And it, it's funny because actually on uh, episode 19 that I, I did the uh, day after Halloween, I was talking. This is the same location that I had this story where I had these uh, people in like clown uh, masks and like overalls and flannels jump out into the road and uh, chase me and uh, some friends uh, when I was like 19.
0: No, out no. in that same
1: place so <laughs> that's messed up right yeah it that whole entire story is just is wild anyways so like I said so it's me and my now girlfriend's brother and he's sitting in the cab with me and then we got several people in the back of my s10 so like we came in through like the back way of this and it's a single a single road like <laughs> single lane gravel road and there's trees on both sides of it. So it's like it's one of those things like when you're traveling down it, the trees kind of start like getting closer and kind of closer and kind of closer. And it's like it's really creepy in general out there. And there's also like an old school house from that time period too. And there's a whole graveyard behind it that's had crazy paranormal things um, happen over there as well. So we're coming in and like think like you know, it's in the fall time, like the the trees don't really have leaves on them or anything like that so it's like you can see through uh through the trees pretty good we had like a bunch of big mag flashlights and stuff so like we're kind of like looking around and everything and i don't even think i was driving five miles an hour i'm pretty sure like i was just on engine coasting at this point and just kind of like looking around and everything and then i look forward again and i see this this figure i mean i it was, close enough that my headlights were hitting it but i could see whatever this was was a solid color of brown and it was extremely tall uh like seven eight feet in height easily if not more than that and it only took one step to get to the center of the road took one step out from the side stepped into the road turns looks down at that you know at me and then turns back you know steps back into the woods and proceeds to walk in there and at this point i'm freaking out and i'm just like well, you know, what was that what was that and my buddy's like freaking out and i was you know i could i couldn't like tell my like, dude i I don't, I don't i don't know what this is like i'm rolling my windows up i'm locking the door i'm doing all the things and he's like you know, do we tell everybody in the back and i was like no nah no, no, we're not saying a single thing. We are not getting out of the cab of this vehicle until we have reached civilization. Like, no, -uh. like they can be sacrificial lambs at this point. I don't care, (laughs) you know? So we get, you know, we get closer and everything. And like, there was, there was nothing. And like, the, the more I sit there and think about it, the more I think about it, and I was just like, I was so confused then. And it really wasn't until like, I was 25, when i was in a paranormal investigation group here in my uh, hometown and we had once a year this thing that we would call dining ghosts so we would set up as an event you would buy tickets for it there was catered food and then you would get to go on a investigation with us and see what it's like to do a paranormal investigation somewhere and we would usually do that at at a large location that has you know activity and stuff so like it would make it easy for you know multiple groups of people to go go around and do all the different things we had this guy come in and he was a local historian his name's ron woodward and he knows all this awesome awesome folklore about the area all these different stories and like he does this spiel and like i would actually seen him when i was in eighth grade on the very last day of eighth grade it was the last day of school you know we were doing like all these events and different things because the last day of school and one of the things was you could go and listen to this seminar about you know ghosts and things and i was like oh yeah that sounds freaking awesome like i you know i signed up and i go sit in the auditorium and here's ron and he's you know talking about all these things and i'm just like oh my gosh like this you know this sparked it for me like you know i was already kind of like you know into like the scary spooky like movies and different things and stuff like that but it's like at that point i'm just like oh man I need to go to these places I need to see these things I need to have these these interactions like I need this like I want it to happen like this is just insane so like you know he had all these all these stories and stuff but it wasn't until the second time where he started talking about how there has been people around this area who have had Bigfoot sightings and Various places because in between here is two reservoirs the Salamone Reservoir and the Mississinewall Reservoir. And both locations are where people have had Bigfoot encounters, either somewhere along there or along the Wabash River. So it wasn't until he started saying that that all of a sudden I was just like, what i saw was bigfoot there is no doubt in my mind that what i had been seeing was was bigfoot because it was it was tall it was solid color brown there was nothing on it that was clothing there was nothing on it that made me think that this was a a human like it just it, it wasn't it wasn't fathomable it wasn't possible there was like no way there's no way like that would be a freakishly tall person to be as tall as this thing was but like the other things like I you know made not think that that's what I was seeing was the fact that a lot of people's reports is like you know the these Bigfoot that they're seeing are kind of like very muscular you know they're really thick and this one wasn't like it was very lanky you know very very skinny arms and legs and torso, but I mean, re- legitimately reminded me of like an NBA basketball player, you know, just like that kind of, that kind of physique, like not like, you know, big, huge, muscly guys, just tall, lanky dudes, you know? So no
0: chance it was just Rick Smiths just wandering around the, the woods?
1: I don't think so. No,
0: okay. <laughs> just check it for it. Me. I mean, guy's been out of a job for a while, you know, not making the <laughs> money like it was back then. Dude, that's awesome. That is such a cool story. I have not seen Bigfoot. I've had a little bit of a ghost experience, but nothing crazy. And then saw a UFO, but like truly in like the weakest of terms that like I guess like a UAP could be. It was just this light in the sky. It was a a summer summer evening. I guess probably August or September. So New Jersey, you know, probably just like Indiana. It it doesn't get dark until you know maybe like eight o'clock or something around that time. So this was 6 p.m. So 6 p.m. is still, I mean, bright. This is not, you know, you're still in the you know, summer brightness. Yep. And we were coming back from a barbecue or something. And my son was probably like four, so maybe it's like six years ago. Maybe he was five. I don't know. And I'm walking in and I look up and you can just see this light. Like it was like, it was as bright as like the brightest star at night. Okay, but it was daylight, so like you don't see stars, like you know, like mean, there was not. It's a blue sky, and right. it wasn't a plane, and it was lower. It was like you know, apparently like, mid sized for a plane, so like I couldn't see like what it was, but it just stayed there. I looked up at it for forty five minutes, and in forty five minutes, it barely moved. Like it just stayed there. Think huh. I didn't get this like amazing download or anything or anything like that. My brother at the time was living like eleven miles away from me, and my other siblings and parents were at his house. Maybe left his house for the barbecue to come home and they were still there. So I called him and like I'm trying to give him directions in the sky. I'm like, hey, step on your backyard, look this way. And like, he can see it from his house too. And they're like, dude, we see this. Actually, we think we see this other one. So Uh-oh. I forget the reporting site. New Jersey has like this UFO reporting thing. But then they reported and came out with it that like it was a sighting. They're like, oh, at this time we saw this. And over the, the course of an hour and a half, it, it drifted over New Jersey. Now, what was it? I don't know. I don't think Starlink was out at that time. It was going too slow to be a Chinese spy
1: balloon. But still, Starlink in the daytime, I don't I don't think, I've never heard of anyone seeing Starlink in the daytime. Yeah.
0: So, I, yeah, I don't know what it was. It just sat up there, and it was pretty cool. I really want to see, like, a, a true UFO, like, you know, the black triangle or, like, the saucer-shaped one. Like, I'm in for that. But, like, I'll, I'll take the light for now, but we'll start
1: with that now i had an experience when i was like five where i saw a a saucer like thing up in the sky driving through town and i pointed it out to my mom and i tried to like tell her i was like hey like i think i see a ufo and she just kind of laughed it off and was like no you don't i was like but i can i still can like you know see it in my mind as clear as i did that day and it was you know chrome silver looking and i could see that it was not like moving and it was stationary but it was rotating i could see that it was rotating and i remember watching it up until the point where like it finally was out of my view because you know i was only five or six at the time but I, i mean i it totally happened i was just like what is this and that's the only thing i've ever seen and then i have you know i know several people who've gone out and like they've had like their own different things and one of my guests that i've had on here shelby lopez she sees things in the sky at night quite often and i'm also kind of coming into realizing that a lot of people who have like a lot of these different experiences if they've had one they end up having you know uh, another one and like it, they somehow i don't know how like they like they, they, they connect but like like you know i've had a full you've body you've ufo a,
0: you've seen bigfoot and then you were a ghost investigator but yeah, like, i had like, a, oh, a full body
1: apparition apparition in my room when i was 17 as well wow and actually no i was 16 and that one was that was also that was really really weird and like my mom thought uh somebody had broke into our house this and that uh long story short the next morning when i'm like telling them about what was going on what i saw and everything my dad was like you know asking me if i had ever seen uh pictures of an old roommate of his i was like no i hadn't um i don't know what he looks like and he's like okay well you you just described him to a t and he had died in a motorcycle wreck before I was born. So wow. like, I never met, them. I never seen yeah. it at all, but like, you know, he told my dad two things, you know, one that if he didn't want this, uh, stereo anymore, that he would take it and he would take care of it. Cause he absolutely loved it. Okay. So that stereo is sitting at the foot of my bed. <laughs> this apparition is standing there looking down at the stereo. And I thought it was my dad at first because of the similarities that they had but like this man was much taller than he was and had a longer beard and my dad had like really short facial hair like he didn't let it, his beard grow at all you know like I would never see him you know with a beard like as long as mine is like you know he keeps it really really short so I you know that was another thing but you know 3 30 in the morning. You're not really kind of thinking of these details and everything. So, but it was his 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 buddy. And like the other thing he told him was, you know, if you ever have a son, I'll always be there for him. And so like that was just like the other thing. And like, you know, he, he tried to reach down at me while I was in my bed. Again, I thought it was my dad. So I swung my arm at him, expecting to hit his hand or forearm. I hit nothing. I should have hit something. I hit nothing. And then that's when I popped. That's when I sat up really quick. And then when I turned my head back, like, I was alone. There was nobody else in the room. And I was up in the attic. At this point in time, my bedroom was up in the attic. There was no way for you to run across the room to the other side to the stairwell. And then all the way down the stairs, open the door, and then go through the living room and the kitchen in order to get out of the house with nobody being woken up nor the dog being woken up
0: that is crazy man yeah so did you guys move the next day like next day for sale sign was up and it was nope. over no
1: nope. uh-uh. uh <laughs> yeah. we ended up moving like a, a year later but it wasn't it wasn't because of that it was just because my parents had ended up getting a a job at local facility that had to do with troubled youth okay so like kids that um, were having to be put somewhere because of like the courts, either they were doing gang activities or, you know, just constantly fighting, getting caught cigarettes, you know, all different things. If the a judge said like, you need to go here until you're 18, then they would be there until they're 18. So like some of the staff get to like live there, you know, for free on campus So like for the rest of the rest of the time, that's where we ended up living. We ended up getting, uh, housing out there for free, which, you know, was, was pretty cool for us. So like, we didn't have to really, you know, worry about paying anything other than we paid for direct TV. I don't think we paid for anything else besides our food at that point in time. Like yeah. inter- internet was included. The electricity was included. Like we didn't have to pay the rent. We had like a, uh, man, how many bedroom house was it? One, two, three. Four, four bedroom house. I had two rooms. One of them I I used for like my TV and my video games, and like it was just like a a little like chill spot. I had like a beanbag chair there and everything. So it was like you know it was it was pretty cool. And like you know the other room is just like where like all my clothes are, my bed, dresser, my other TV. So, uh, yeah, and we they were there for for some time until they. Decided to move to where they are now. They've been there for they've been there for a while. Yeah, that's crazy,
0: man. The the full body apparition. Yeah, we used to go to my aunt's house uh, a lot. Maybe like seventh and eighth grade type of deal. She lived in Ben Salem, which like an hour from here. And she had like maybe like a big mansion type of thing. Maybe a little smaller than that, but she had that and a, a nice pool. So we'd go up there and hang out. And she had you know extra bedrooms. My parents would go, and we would either. You know, sleep on the floor, like around the bed or in mm-hmm. the basement. And the one time I'm sleeping at the floor, on the floor, like the base of the bed, and it's like six in the morning, and I hear a vacuum going on, like vacuuming. So we come down for breakfast, and, you know, she's down there, and I'm like, uh, why are you vacuuming at six in the morning? And she go, like, Oh, you heard that? I was like, Yeah, like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, Right. You wish that we have. Yeah, she's like, oh, that's the ghost that we have. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, like you'll hear the vacuum sounds. Like we're up, like when no one's here, just her and her husband at the time who were there. And she's like, we're both upstairs. Like we hear the vacuum downstairs. We come downstairs. There's no vacuum going on. Go back upstairs. I might turn back on. It might not. So that was weird. But also, like, you know, maybe I was sleeping. Maybe I kind of dreamed that. I don't know. But, you know, she heard that too. So then the other thing is, you know, we would sit at the dining room table. And have breakfast or lunch, whatever it is. And like everybody in the house is at this table and we're hanging out. And you could hear somebody walking down the stairs. You like you, the sound of footsteps on stairs coming uh-huh. down. The, the stairs are squeaking, like, you know, as they should as someone's walking down rhythmically. And when you get to the bottom of the stairs, you would turn and you would walk into the dining room. And everybody would, you'd start hearing everybody would, like, kind of look at each other like, who's on the stairs? And then we get to the bottom and stop and nobody was there. That happened. I don't know three, four, five times, like to, to be like, oh, there's the ghost of gun, oh, there's the ghost of gun. So really, just that's just weird. But like a full body operation. that's crazy,
1: dude. And it it doesn't stop there. So like, I've lived in several places that have had activity. Also, like when I was twenty five, I lived in a upstairs apartment that somebody had hung themselves in a year or two like before then and i remember being in one of the downstairs apartments of that place um before i moved there and you could hear one night we were all sitting in the living room and you could hear the sound of somebody what sounded like dragging furniture across the floor and i was like what the heck i thought nobody lived upstairs and they're like that's the ghost and i was like shut up no no and they're like no for real like we hear this stuff all the time like you see hear like footsteps and like things being dragged and this and that you know at random hours and yeah and i i was like this is so weird like okay we're, we're definitely not going to go up there tonight nobody nobody had the balls to go up there in the dark because like the the power wasn't on in that apartment it's like you couldn't just go in there and like turn lights on or anything so like but it wasn't locked and i was like well i mean we got to go up there because apparently they have had like homeless people like sneak into like various parts of this place and like try to to like live because this used to be like a gigantic house like a single family house at one point in time that probably would have been like i don't know eight bedroom house huge house that got sectioned into multiple apartments and that there's just one apartment on the top and then I think there was like two or th- two or three downstairs and then there was also a gigantic attic so like the shared space that you would have with the other tenants would be When you walk in from in through the front door like you immediately come into like this big open kind of like room area with a gigantic staircase right in front of you and then a the the doors that go down to the the other rooms is also on the the hallway on that lower level as well so once you go all the way up to the top there the landing it goes all the way around and then it circles back around to another staircase that then goes up to a whole attic area and so that next day like we went up there and we walked around there is nothing there's not a single bit of furniture the the apartment was completely empty of everything there was not a person in there nothing and we even went up into the attic and checked the attic area which again there was nothing up in there it was very strange looking though it was like you went up into the attic and then there was like a small like a bigger it was like a a gigantic platform that sat in the middle of the attic just like a platform that probably sat at least two feet higher than the ground level so it's not like it was just like a little step up like it was like a pretty decent size step up and then it was just like a yeah just like a giant square in the middle of this this attic, but like the ceilings were probably like, oh, I don't know, like 12 feet tall. Wow. So, like, there was still, yeah, there was still a whole lot of room. And I was like, man, this would be so sick to just like turn this room into like, you know, just a, like a hangout spot and this and that. But like, all like the walls and everything were like black. So, I don't know if it was just like dirt or, or what it was, but I didn't want to stay in there. So, like, later end up moving in there. And everything so i'm there by myself there's no one else there i'm playing call of duty and playing modern warfare 2 on, on xbox 360 at the time and i start hearing footsteps coming down one of the hallways and i i stopped and just kind of sat there expecting to see somebody come walking through the hallway and then i didn't so i was like Okay. So I I immediately grabbed my gun because it was sitting next to me already. So I'm going through I'm going through the house and I'm just like going around corners and everything, just like I'm I'm looking, I'm like, who's in my house? Like, you know, and there's nobody there. Nobody there. And then this house, this apartment that I live in right now, at one point in time, people died in a fire here. So Man. most nights that I going to record weird things are happening on the other side of this door and then i end up finding out about it after i get done and my girlfriend ends up telling me about all the weird things but like, door like uh, we had like a closet door that opened wide one night when i was in here she thought like i had came out early and i hadn't i was still in here i was still recording i never heard the door open I mean it's just like feet from me, but it like it was open. She almost walked into it because the hallway light was off. You know, like <laughs> like the weird things and like are always random like sounds and sometimes like uh so like I have a a, a one year old son right now and so like you know when he's whining and stuff like that, it's a pretty you know, distinct sound, you know. So like when he goes back home to his his mom's, he's not here we'll still hear what sounds like him making some sort of noise coming from this very room because this this room doubles you know his bedroom in the studio when he's not here so that's how i'm able to to do things during during the week and stuff so yeah there's just like we hear strange sounds do we think it's him but it's like okay can't be because he's not here you know i think I think yesterday, yeah, I think a a door shut on its own as well. And I was like, wait a second. I didn't shut that door. Like I went into the bathroom. I think I had been brushing my hair because I got really long hair up top. And when I came out, I I didn't shut the door because the cat goes in there and that's where his his food and water is. So I wouldn't shut the door because, again, my son's not here. He's not going to be going into the bathroom. I don't have to worry about keeping the door shut. But it shut on its own and that's never happened before we uh, you know had fans going all the time the ac running you know that never affects it that's never once been like you know even having like the, the windows open or the door open like there's never been airflow that comes through here and i just yeah i have lots of weird things that just that happen here quite often what do you think i mean
0: so you know there was a fire there and people people passed away but what do you think overall like this is like,
1: what, what do you think
0: is causing the phenomenon?
1: So from people that I've talked to, because, you know, I, I'm really into, you know, the, the metaphysical and, you know, and different stuff like that, you know, and I've talked to, I've talked to them. I was like, Hey, you know, can you, can you sense anything, you know, anything like coming for you? And, and, I'll, I'll, and the general consistency has been like, there's, There's a possibly a child, you know, that's that's still here. Not that they were somebody that passed away here, but they're still here anyways, and they like the 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 environment, you know, whether it be the crazy mushroom picture here in the background. Awesome picture. Uh, Yeah, well.
0: Yeah, dude, that's awesome
1: big old tapestry you know so it's like you know is is it because of things like that is it because i have kids of my own you know and all their toys and stuff are here and just like you know the they must like the the vibe and this and that but like i tell you what my cat sees something he plays whatever he plays with whatever this is majority of the nights like a second the second that we turn the lights off we gotta lay down he's he's running He's back and forth. He's acting like he's chasing stuff. And like, you'll sit, like, look at him, and he'll be looking up at, like, something, like, you know, all bug-eyed and everything. And you're just kind of like, okay, what's he looking at? But I'm also somebody that I believe that cats are able to see into the astral and can, you know, they can kind of travel through there at, you know, any time. And I, I kind of feel like, you know, a lot of old uh, ancient you know cultures and stuff kind of believe that too especially like the you know the egyptians they believed that the cats were half in and half out all the time And you know i don't think that they were probably wrong
0: yeah i have a cat she's wild she definitely sees stuff she's also 16 so it could be dementia or something i don't know like <laughs> fine line that she walks but the cats are definitely the most unique or open like she'll just stare off at stuff or like she's tracking something on the wall and so there's nothing there so this child that's in your apartment now, the footsteps, the furniture in the other place when there was no furniture, what's causing that and why? Are, so what, what do you, what's your spirituality yet? I mean, what do you think the afterlife is?
1: So I, I think that, you know, there is a, uh, you know, a, a source creator, you know, whether that would be God or, you know, whatever, I mean, we won't know what he refers to himself or herself or whatever itself and until we get there but i you know i think that as soon as we're done with the meat suit we're going back to source energy and we're figuring out you know we're coming back and now since that we're back and we've had all these other because you know i think you know past lives and stuff happened as well i mean you can even look at a, a scientist you know you know scientific uh standpoint of energy can't be created nor destroyed it can only be transferred between one thing and another so if we are made of energy our energy has to go somewhere you know just like anything that is alive that has energy that's going to have to go somewhere and it's not just going to i don't think that's you know we just phase out into black and that's that's the end of the story like' see so, you know that's kind of weird no i think that once we go back to source we can then you know we you know regain all that all that knowledge that you know we can't remember now because we're here but then all of a sudden it comes back okay now our, our energy our soul whatever you want to call it now has that even more life experience and stuff that it had before so it's just like okay you can either continue just kind of doing that or you can you know reincarnate come back as something else you know or maybe you just decide okay well i know i don't want to for a while like i'm just gonna sit out here i'm just gonna watch the universe i'm gonna you know watch it watch this planet i'm gonna you know something like that i think like the possibilities of what it could be are i mean truly endless
0: do you think this boy that messes around your with your cat and you know makes child crying sounds do you think he's just observing the universe and likes to interact
1: with it a little bit or like what's causing him to still be around and and that's the and that's the thing and i feel like a, a lot of like the the paranormal society kind of You know they they differ on those things because you know it's like okay if we go back to that then why why does this doesn't make sense then so like why would these spirits why would these entities whatever why would they still be here why would they have not gone back and you know some people say okay well it's something traumatic happened and they don't know how to move on or maybe they just it's not something traumatic but they still don't know how to move on like they didn't they started to go through the tunnel but then maybe kind of decided okay well i'm not going to go all the way to the light just yet but i'm going to hang around right here and then maybe we'll kind of walk that way and who knows maybe it's one of those things it's like okay well if you don't go immediately to that then maybe you just kind of like get stuck for a little bit until you're able to find that or you know or who you know who knows but i i there's something to it there's no reason why i as an investigator would be able to go to locations be able to get evps there's no reason why i would be able to go to locations and have physical objects move shut you know i was at a house that had a, a door that slammed shut i mean slammed shut with some serious force like i thought that the door probably had been Broken off the hinges, it slammed so hard. And I, you know, I was just, it was at the top of a staircase, and I was sitting at the bottom of the staircase. You know, I'm not more than 10 feet away from this door when this thing slams. So like it was loud. Um, but these things are happening. So I don't know. And then you have like the the other people think, okay, well, these things aren't actually people. These are demonic entities that are here to try to confuse us and make us think that, oh, hey, we're, you know, these lost souls, you know, that need help and this and that. But in actuality, they're trying to attach to us. I mean, there's so many different ways that you can really look at it. And it's, it's hard to really pinpoint where that is. And again, obviously, we probably won't ever know that answer until for whom the bell tolls, our time is fucking up. And then it's
0: going to happen, and you're like, oh, that was the dumbest thing ever. Like, that's what it was? Like, oh, man.
1: Right. I knew I should have played the lottery more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's it. That's funny. Dude, so you've had a lot of experiences. That That's pretty cool that you have all that, and it hasn't, I don't know, living in that many haunted places, I, I might really start to rethink where I'm moving into, but it seems
1: like you embraced that. Right. I mean, I, I, I'm i also not I'm not one of those people that really gets, like, scared and spooked easily like no joke I could go into you know a a haunted location and be completely fine but like today I'm working on a motorhome and there was two cockroaches the size of my freaking thumb and I was like no if one of these things is alive and it's moving I'm not going back in here I will not do this like (laughs) you know like when it comes like insects I'm just like nope done completely done spiders get away from me anything that's got long legs or bites or flies stay away from me i don't want i don't want you like no so ghosts are
0: fine keep the bugs away
1: yes exactly (laughs) and that's one of the hard things about trying to investigate anywhere that's outside in a warm climate it's you can't do it because you can't have a flashlight on without having every single bug fly into it and your face
0: right and then, you know, figure some of these, like, old abandoned places, they're probably overrun with, like, vermin and, you know, oh, approaches yeah. and whatnot. Oh, yeah, especially
1: yeah, if to... you're in the South.
0: Oh, yeah. I need to get on uh, an investigation. I I interviewed a guy who does them. He did one two weeks ago, but I, I was tied up. I couldn't go. But that's something I want to try to get out and, and go
1: see and, and see what's happening. You, you totally should. Um, are you able to record podcasts, like, through your phone?
0: Uh, I don't see why not because
1: you should you should totally try to do it and do an episode where you are recording during the investigation because it you know a lot of times like that stuff is a little bit different you know than like what the the shows like you know ghost hunters or ghost adventures and stuff like that you know portray like a lot of that stuff is pretty pretty you know dramatized obviously for entertainment purposes but like no like it's definitely something you should experience it's it's super fun and yeah there's weird things that you know can happen and like you know there's all these people out there like that don't like believe things and stuff and then when they actually get to experience it for themselves like firsthand and they're just like i can't explain that I don't, I don't know what that is. I have a, a YouTube dude that I've, I've followed for years. I've been watching all this stuff. It's called uh, Exploring with Josh, and he explores all these different abandoned places and this and that. But like he said for a really long time, like I'm not going to do ghost videos. I'm not. I, I'm not that person. I don't believe in it. And like I haven't like watched any of his stuff in a while. I flipped on the other day to see, and like that's his big thing now is ghost videos and stuff and like he straight up said in one of them he's like i know i said i wasn't gonna you know I, I wasn't about this stuff and like i really didn't believe in it but then he ended up having an encounter somewhere and it completely changed his mind
0: wow yeah so i definitely want to go out and check that out i think my other my next adventure i want to go do You know anything like the mud flood and tartaria you, you ever hear any of this stuff
1: uh a little bit
0: type of stuff so there's buildings like apparently in all these cities San Francisco, there's pictures of them, 10, 12-story buildings, uh-huh. and they go and they're going to put a gas line in, or there's a sinkhole, and there's subfloors that aren't accessible inside the building that have windows and have all this stuff, you know, that like, so why would you have built this building with windows underground, like, underground? So,
1: like, really weird stuff. Right, and I feel like uh, I've seen a couple of those, and they the explanation was, well, over time they decided to raise the ground level up and instead of you know just like tearing the buildings down okay we'll just layer more dirt and stuff down raise the land up to where now the street level is up higher than what it used to be 50 to 100 years prior
0: yeah i find that explanation hard to believe so right. in philadelphia i'm talking to this guy we're talking about something completely different he's he's in this paranormal blues rock band and he like writes songs about, like Bigfoot and Dogman, Vampire. Oh, that's cool, it's real cool. And he and he loves UFOs. So we started talking about that and other cryptids. And I, I bring up the mud flood a little bit. And I don't, I don't I'm in the middle of editing now. It's coming out on Friday. And I don't remember if he told me at the end of the podcast or is after we were done recording. I feel like it was after we were done recording. But he, he didn't. He never heard of the mud flood. So I'm explaining to him. It's very poor poor explanation. And he's like, my friend had a marketing firm in Philadelphia, and they were moving buildings. He's like, so I went there to help them move out. And it's in old city Philadelphia. And so this is all, you know, th- they have Betsy Ross house. They have the, you know, where Ben Franklin lived. They, had, you know, George Washington when he lived right here. They, they have all these houses, right? So this is all revolutionary war times. You yep. can go down there and walk around. There's graveyards for revolutionary war, all this stuff. So he goes down there and he, you know, he's helping his guys move some boxes. And his one buddy's like, oh, do you want to go show him the basement? And he's like, what's in the basement? They're like, oh, here, come check this out. And they go down in the basement, and there's a storefront down there, with a street like paved, like this cobblestone street there as well. And he said there was a bunch of old shoes, and like he was just looking at it more of like, what is happening? Like, how's there a storefront like in here? But it was, right. was like, probably you know like 15 feet below. And so his buddy was like, oh well, they they brought all this dirt in and raised everything up. I was like, all right, well, when did they do that? Because we have Betsy Ross's house right here, and we have so this is all 17. You know, 50 p- time period as like the Revolutionary War, like all this stuff is supposed to be settled. Like, when was it? and where did you get a backhoe from to get like, where'd all this dirt come from? Like, you, you came over to New Jersey and crossed it over the bridge, like, you raised right. the whole city up 15. Like, none of that makes any sense. So, I need to try to find out if I can get the address of the place, if he remembers the address where his buddy was, and you know, either beg the people to see the basement, or I I, I don't know what to do, but I, I want to check this out
1: that honestly it sounds very very familiar i feel like i've i've seen something on this before but yeah, there's a it, ton
0: of buildings where all these basements have like full windows and it's like not just like you know the little that they have now like the little small it's uh, not the triangle whatever shape it is the, you know, uh-huh. the circle you know, yeah so that light in like people have now like these are like full-blown windows and like you could see door frames are like are filled in now like why was there a door frame underneath here yeah, it's almost like I get if you built more stairs, like if there was a sinkhole, then you're like, oh shit! Like, uh, how do we get back up to this building? But like, not to have, you like you didn't raise stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah, squared. I can't. I can't figure that out. But it's weird.
1: Right. I. I. I love like all like the different like uh, abandoned things and then, like they're all these different bits of like history and stuff that you know ties into them and, and things like that. It's like there's so much stuff that's just like is forgotten it's it's not there anymore and like i love seeing like these different videos where somebody's like oh man i you know i found this this abandoned mansion in the middle of the woods you know just like miles away from anybody else man who is it in particular uh, i want to say it's nelly the rapper nelly i can't remember where exactly but he had bought a mansion and it's literally like in a forest and there's nothing else around it's this multi-million dollar you know thing and like uh you can't like just like drive up into it because it's like it's blocked off and but you can still get in if you park your car but you have to do like a, a several mile walk to get to it but like he had like bought it and then never did anything with it but like never sold it just you know basically forgot that it was even there and it's just yeah it's just abandoned no one's been there in in years and like the people who have gone there and have seen it it's insane it's it's so huge everything's like white there's all sorts of like like you know like lion statues and, and things like that around the property but like you know you go inside and like all the you can tell no one's been in there And, you know, how long, you know, and how long before, you know, it gets to the point where it's, you know, completely covered in ivy and, you know, completely overgrown to the point where you don't even know it's there anymore.
0: Yeah. Like, why was that built in the first place there? Like, I get you want to be alone, but you also have to kind of be near a road or the town or wherever you're going to go. And if this is 1800s stuff and pre-Civil War, Mm -hmm. you still have to go to get places. Right. Like, that's crazy
1: right definitely definitely well hey man we've been doing this for quite a while now it's 10 o'clock my time so figure we uh start closing her out for the night i
0: love it man thanks for having me on i appreciate it
1: yeah and tell everybody again like where where can they find you where are you at all the different things i am streaming
0: everywhere you can go to, uh, I have a Facebook page for wild, weird, and sometimes normal that has, you know, the episodes, but it's like dinosaur stuff for Facebook. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, everything's wild, weird, sometimes normal. The only good thing about Facebook is you can put more words going there and, and it makes it better for a post, um, right. and IG, everything on there. I'm streaming on YouTube, Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, whatever you want. So if you have an interesting story, hit me up wild, weird, sometimes normal at g- gmail.com. It is not the original email address that I gave you. Those was completely misspelled. For sometimes, <laughs> uh, but we got that worked out. You came back like are, sometimes spelled right. Then that that was wrong. Yeah, but if you have a crazy story, you you have seen Bigfoot, you've seen monsters, you want to talk about the afterlife, you life after death experience, whatever it is. I have all crazy stuff. You're in a band. I talk to entrepreneurs. I talk to the guy who does this like surfer dudes. You throw them in the ocean, you throw them in the lake, they surf back to you. Uh, uh-huh. He has this million dollar company, whatever. Just talk to him. I'm just interested in people. Health and wellness, whatever it is. But I'm all hey, over. Yeah. Come find it. Hit me up. Let me know. Sean, I appreciate this, dude. This is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, Thank definitely. You. Awesome, man. Yeah, you'll you'll have to have me you have me come on. We can do another episode for your for yours as well. Uh this I was yeah. this is absolutely great. Um, I think that you know, we'll definitely have to have you back on here. We'll talk about more weird and crazy things and sometimes normal things, I guess, too.
0: Sometimes normal. You never know. You never know.
1: But I guess I really wouldn't say that on here it's called normal because I consider this a subnormal podcast. (laughs) 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 That's all right, everybody. And that's going to end it for tonight. So as usual, stay weird, y'all.
0: All right, everyone, that was our show. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. Like and follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all things wild and weird. Check out the links in the show notes for more information on our guests. The biggest support you can offer is to tell everyone about the podcast. Until next time.